Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, you have a good day. Hello, everybody. I apologize for any potential noise outside of, of my door. And I'm Aaron. I'm the GM. This is Breakverse, which takes place in Zenera. Uh, and and we're going to introduce people. Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy, and I am playing a character. I am absolutely playing a character. This character's name is Ipsis. Snake character. This character's name is Ipsis, and she is a Yanti pure blood ranger. Um, and Andrew. Hello, I am Andrew, and I'm playing Ferrin the Asimov Swashbuckler Rogue. Hello. Sorry. Hello, I'm Tyler. I'm playing Theron, the half orc fighter, who is also a character. <laughs> Hello. None of these characters have the reality warping powers of a Mary Sue because I am the GM. I'm the only God one who gets to warp reality to my will. Or the bodies of a porn goddess. <laughs> Inside jokes are a thing. <sighs> <laughs> no, but later remind me to show you the new the new oh my god what is this character art image I found on Pinterest. Okay, I will. That, I'm excited. Oh boy. I apparently have a, ta- a tendency to find these. So, when we last left off, Wolfina uh, was within a silver blade. Um, now, uh, as, um, as the, the, you guys watch having settled in to begin an arrest, um, she returns from the sword, uh, her form sort of glittering with silver light as she steps out of it. Um, she picks up the sword. And looks around. Hey. I'm going to be staying here and, and trying to heal these people, even if they don't want me. 
And she starts walking off. Okay. I thought we were on our way to the uh, town and had just made camp for I think we're backtracking a bit to handle the to handle certain No, you have not made it to Enlo's wish. Yeah. You at the end of last episode were setting up camp. We are okay. slightly backtracking in that Wolfina is currently walking off. Yeah. Gotcha. Instead of agreeing to watch with you guys. Okay. Ipsis just watches Wilfina go and goes back to continuing setting up camp. Okay. All right. So, if none of you have anything to do about that, <laughs> watch order preferences. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, I will go. I'll take the middle of night one. Cool. Third watch then. All right. Um, yeah. So first watch. Give me a perception roll. Sure. Seventeen. Cool. Not bad. Um, the first part of the night passes uneventfully. It's it's generally cloudy, but you actually have decently long sight lines. So even in with most of the moons in waning, there's enough light uh, to get you through, through okay. this fall night. Um, Do I see anything? Uh, not much. You spot... Um, you are keeping your eye on the road, um, but you don't spot anyone who seems to have the inclination to move at night. Um, right. Just people on the road, basically. Yeah, one or two people. It doesn't seem like there's tons of movement. Um, at one point, you catch, you'd sort of see an owl duck out of the distance and fly, presumably hunting something. Right. Um, okay. Nothing that strikes you as particularly threatening. Fair enough. Your watch comes to an end. Second watch. Yep. Okay. Perception. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. 22. Damn. All right. With the 22, you're keeping a close eye out. Um, you see some nighttime wildlife, uh, coyote and owl, stuff like that. At everything seems to steer decently clear of your camp. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just keeping where I am, unless anything threatening shows up. No. Okay. Yeah, Wake up. Uh, Fern for 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 final watch. Okay. Fern, just give me a perception roll. Fifteen. Um, as the hours sort of roll on, Fern, 
you're seeing much the same, not too much, not too much. Then off in the distance, you spot something that seems large, um, maybe hulking as it heads down the road. Um, it's not something you necessarily can pick out with a 15 in just, you can just hear the thud, thud, thud of not horse beats, nothing, nothing that sort of small or recognizable, just something large making its way down the road. I'm going to keep my short bow close to hand and be ready to wake up the others if it comes our way. Um, as you sort of continue, you watch the road, um, you see he, this creature's form more clearly. It, it's roughly humanoid shaped, though maybe twice the, the expected size. It's sort of roundish, almost made of maybe clay or something, but the, the, um, it has an almost mechanical element to its walk, um, like clockwork, as, as it continues down this road. It's a little ways off from you, but you do see at this point that each time as it continues walking, its head sort of twists around 360 degrees with like a small spotlight beam shining in from the mat. I'm debating with it hide or stay around. What are you uh, gonna do? It's advancing. It'll probably notice the camp that way. Um, you know what? I'm going to try to make a stealth check to hide from it. Okay. Are you hiding your friends or just, just hiding yourself? Uh, just myself right now. 31. Okay. Yeah. With a 31, you duck low in the bushes behind in the small tree that you've set up camp next to. That, that but it's headed in the same direction that you will be in the morning. Um, one of those searchlights twirls, goes around um, almost like a cycloptean eye in the middle of its head. You think that it might um, catch... Uh, is where she's sort of leaned up against a tree to sleep, but the beam passes just over her, um, seemingly not spotting you as it continues moving, in that spotlight continuing to whirl around it. 
the next few hours of your watch are distinctly less eventful feeling. Um, yep, sorry. Um, as eventually you all come to wake the next morning. And uh, Ipsis just as soon as she's awake, stretches, pops, uh, pops all, all of, all of the um, uh, uh, things that need to be popped. Um, uh, just immediately, as normal, gets up and starts putting the 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 campsite away. All right. Bring the uh, pack up. Um, so, did any of you see some sort of large construct-ish thing on the road? Because I did. I did. Oh, I saw it was an owl. No, wildlife. That would be it. When How it big? Large. Yeah, how big? Uh, well, if I had to guess, I'd say about twice my height. That's big. That is and big. it appeared to be searching for something or someone. Huh. Large and concerning. Very. Yeah, so Can you I... describe it perhaps a little bit? I'm not entirely certain, but I think it was some sort of golem. It was heading towards the town we're going for. Ah, oh, shit. I faced golems in my time. They were a bitch to kill. Oh, God damn it. And he's, are you sure it was going in the same direction we are? Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. The road only goes two ways, and it was definitely. Oh, I know. But, yeah. but there it hates I'm, not, I'm not telling you this. I'm telling the person who saw yeah. it. Totally. Um. Arcana religion. Arcana would be applicable if you're trying to know things about golems or about this specific golem. Yeah, just uh, you don't on get your benefit. Constructs are not one yeah. of your favorite enemies, but correct. Um, nineteen. Yes. Okay, with a nineteen, most golems are not simply free roaming creatures right. that operate independent. Yeah, so this is the basic level you'd know pretty much regardless. They're not generally free-roaming creatures. Generally, they are created for a purpose by someone with magical or alchemical capabilities, potentially then auctioned off to a different owner. Um, just because someone created a golem doesn't mean they are the controller of that golem. Um okay. Like, the intents of a golem are usually benign, but usually pretty much irrelevant because 
as their controller is doing whatever they're doing right. with the golem. Mm-hmm. Um, they are definitively constructs. Healing and stuff doesn't work on them because they're constructs. Um, and um, with a 19, you'd also be aware that they um, they are very hard to hurt with non-magical weapons. Right. Or with acid. Um, they tend to be immune to most of the things that would affect the mortality of your flesh. Like, they don't get tired. Stuff like that. Okay. Now, this is a valid question. I probably should... Actually, I should probably know this. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I realize yeah. suddenly. When you say when when some, when a creature is uh, resistant or or or, or immune, etc., to or vulnerable to a particular type of thing, except magical, except magical items, and you're using a magical sh- bow with non-magical ammunition. Right. Uh, basically, one or the other has to be magical. They don't have to both be magical, but... Okay. Not Magical ammunition and non-magical crossbow would work. Magical crossbow, non-magical ammunition would work. Obviously, if they're both magic, the question right. is irrelevant. Okay. But, yeah, I always, fi- yeah. I always figured that, obviously... Um, I don't know if that's rules as written, but if it's not, that's dumb and I'm overruling it. Yeah, because like I, I, I know that, you know, if the ammunition is magical, of course mm-hmm. that always works because yeah. you're it's the same thing as stabbing. I was just never sure of like, well, my crossbow is is very magical, but it fires normal chunks of wood. So Yeah. I I sort of treat it as one or the other. Like Cool. Unlike if you had magical ammunition, it's not particularly magically durable ammunition or anything. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, then how will I, uh, I, I look? I am surprised I have not asked this before, and now I feel kind of silly not having asked it, but how will equip to you? Me? Both. Um, Are you equipped with some sort of uh, enchanted weapon? Yes, I have one. I have my blades in my longbow. And and this crossbow pulls it up, which is not mine. How much of that? And is that all magical? Let me double check before I say yes or no. No. Is any of it magical? No. Okay. The reason I ask is because we will need if we if we end up if we uh, assuming that we are going to this town which I'm going to assume is the plan. It is. It is. Then there is a fair... It is fair to say we will probably 
end up in conflict with this thing unless this thing is simply returning home to its master. I feel like we probably would have seen a housing for something of that size. So it's conceivable we may end up in conflict. It is very resistant to things of non-magical nature. Okay. Good to know. If it's like most of its kind. All right. Well, All right. So as you're headed out, just because you are aware of this creature already, Ipsis, give me a survival check. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, no, yeah, I want to track do the survival. Yeah. Track that big boy. Um, Absolutely. You're in grasslands, if that matters. Okay. Yeah, that just means I don't get my, I don't get any of the, yeah. the bonusy things. Um, fourteen. Okay, with a fourteen. I mean, the tracks are not hard to spot or keep up with. These are, there are deep tracks in the sort of mucky part of the dirt that is sort of inevitably kicked up by horses and um, other stuff along the trail. Um, You can see clearly it is somewhat mechanical gait that doesn't seem to be increasing or decreasing headed in the direction of Emlo's Wish, or at least along this route that you know leads to Emlo's Wish. Right. Um, Does the size of the footprints give me any... Because size can be deceptive from a distance. Do I have any approximate estimate of... Mechanically, you are guessing this is probably a large creature and probably a pretty burly large creature. Okay. So, like, uh, 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 at least 8 to 10 feet, no, but not, like, 30 feet tall. No, not... um, Okay. Not, like, 30 feet tall. Hi, kitty. Bye, kitty. (laughs) I'm distractible. Fair enough. <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, should we just start? He- I am seeking input. Should we simply start heading straight for the town through the road, or should we follow the? I'm assuming they're pretty parallel to the to the road, yeah, but yeah. it might diverge. I think we can just follow the road. Okay. Yeah, and if it diverges, that's good for us. That is true. Also good for the town. Very good. Yes. If it's hostile. If it's hostile. <laughs> if it it's probably hostile. is hostile. Most things are. <laughs> Oh, okay. that's been weird, my experience, it? anyways. Mine too. There's a lot of hostile things in this world. It's very weird. Almost like it's set up that way. Baron thinks about that for a second, but says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the tactful response. Very tactful. Baron is like, crap, I'm outroaded by the mercenary minded folks now. No, no, no. It's just, it's more that she doesn't want to get into an argument. I mean, <laughs> Well, I left it wide open for you. I find in my experience that most things are hostile to me. (laughs) All right. Anyway. So, 
argument averted, yes. the group heads on towards Emlo's wish. Ipsis, with your survival check, um, you do note when about an hour into your journey, the, the tracks just take a 90-degree turn and start heading into the grassland and presumably towards the river or maybe something else that's in that direction of you. Huh. Oh, it has over it. We're not following, are we? I mean... We can follow it, but that will... I feel like the answer is probably no, because we are probably going to put this to a vote, and I will be outvoted. Very true. But I just wanted to know what... I correctly anticipated the situation. I consider this progress. All right. (laughs) And Sarah's just like, okay, good. I, I, I'm not going to force you to follow any of the plot points. No, no, no. It's um, just making sure. So you head, you continue heading in the direction of Emlo's wish. Yep. After another, or, you know what? We're going to speed this up. After a day and a half more of travel, you start to taste the sea breeze and and make it towards the um, the actual coastline. Um, is there anything that any of you wanted to do while on the road before you get to the town proper? Sarah is good. Nothing in particular. Um, not. We do have a map of the area, right? Yeah. You have a reasonably accurate for the sort of technology period Mm -hmm. local map of this sort of road and some of the other things within Rose Keep's principality. Okay. The only thing I want to do is try to guess where the, 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 the assumed golems ultimate destination was um that's not gonna be too hard um there's off in that direction there is some farmland um but it also becomes slightly more wild um into some soft hills the thing that sort of separates the farmland from the hills is a large is a large river where you previously dumped some of Ska's stuff and then undumped some of Ska's stuff. Yes. Um, that was pretty mucky and disgusting. Um, if you if you assume that this creature continues heading in the direction it was heading, which you have fairly good reason to, it would be headed towards the river and then potentially up that mountain. Okay. Um, there isn't like a city directly in that direction or anything, though I mean, maybe a hut. You you obviously don't have all the huts in this area marked on your map. Um, right. Or small houses. Or this map is insufficient. Understood. Yeah. 
I, I'm trying to give a decent description and just failing. No, no, um, I get it. I get it. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's this has high standards for maps. Are you sure Jack didn't replace you in this game? Uh, no, Jack would understand that you can't put every hut on a map. That's also fair. Ipsis does not d d understands, but doesn't care. There should be some way. This is a world of magic, for fuck's sake. <laughs> magic and monsters. Easy for you to say that, Miss Level Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Thank. Yeah, Something like fun. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. yeah, up Best the mountain to intersect with the river. Okay, I will just keep that in mind, and assume that at some point we're going to have to go up the mountain. Mountain. I thought we were getting a ship. If I understand correctly, the plan is to sell your services to get into the Underdark. Is that? That was the plan. That was, that was the plan. plan yeah. Yes, yeah. but. Uh, Ipsis is assuming if a golem randomly, if a gigantic golem has randomly appeared and walked in a random way up the mountain, that is probably significant in some way, and we're probably going to find out. Ipsis has some genre savvy. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys do um, crest over the hill towards the town of Emlo's Wish. Those of you familiar with the Seafolk areas would think of this as a very decrepit, poorly run port town. Those, those more familiar with the Confederacy, this is a decent small port. Um, you see a few ships with large, large sails docked on the edge. Um, you also can spot small fishing craft. It's, it's about midday, so most of them are out doing the fishing, or at least you would assume they are doing fishing. Um, there's about two lines of huts um, and another line of market stalls and two sort of rickety docks that head out. Um, seemingly that's what that's what defines this as a town. Right. Um, you can kind of see that the harbor here looks out um, surprisingly well over uh, in this direction towards towards sort of the hooky bit. I, I'm sure there's an actual, I think it's called a cape. That's mm -hmm. not right. I think the hooky bit. <laughs> um, and sort of across the sea to where those of you who are geographically inclined would know that um, Seafolk Land uh, starts. Um, walking into the town, um, you pass a few people selling decrepit-looking vegetables, um, some kind of probably alcohol. Um, other stuff like that. What are you looking for? What are you going to do? I assume we're going to head towards the dock area, right? Okay. It's just will look annoyed and a little bit frustrated. Like, I, I'm going to have to leave this 
I'm not going anywhere. But I am. It may stun you to learn I am not good with negotiating with people. No. No, really? Sadly. You seem so personable, Bibbs. You really do. And I, I just think that that is a joke. And yes, I appreciate it. Yes, well, I'm glad you appreciate it. Um, but no, more to the point. Z any any negotiation and bartering I have done in my life has been in the Feywild. They operate under a very different form of currency. Makes sense. As we found, Ibsis Desmond straights five times the level of self awareness Wolfina ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Pure, this is the character who operates on pure logic. You're not wrong. And self-hatred. So. Yeah. Okay. So, you're headed towards the port. Um, like I said, you see two larger sailing ships, both of them with somewhat nondescript white eight sails. Um, as you approach the port, you also notice one... Um, also fairly robust, potentially armored vessel that carries the crest of the Confederacy, which um, is sort of an upside-down pair of angel wings with um, grain growing out of them. You guys can see it on the map. Hey, I know that's some Hey, visual representation. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Um, on its flags, uh, though it, it looks like a patrol boat of some variety, um, at least to your best guess. For to my recollection, none of you are particularly like pirates or sailors by trade. No. Um. Yeah. And in addition to that, you see a few small fishing boats that seem to come in and out, bringing in today's catch. Which is also being sold at the market stands, I assume. Yeah. Highly likely. Where do we go from here? We can try one of the white sailboats or the Confederacy one. Does anybody have any objections to sailing on the Confederacy ship? I don't understand the political differences. Yeah. It's possible that... Uh, well, it's entirely possible that the Confederacy ship isn't even headed for the embassy. That would be or, a concern. Or, or Roll me a... Um, any socially oriented role you have proficiency in. Oh. All this or just? No, uh, specifically Farron, because Farron would have good reason to know this. Uh, socially oriented, so persuasion. That works. All right. Come on, roll high. 17. I'm burning a luck point for this <laughs> because, because that roll was a five. <laughs> 26. That's much better. With the 26, you are. You may have stayed out of politics, but you're very aware of, like, the war is a thing that's happening. What its sort of general state is, just because that's unavoidable in your position. Um, 
currently the only actual open conflict happens along the frost wall and somewhat between the navies on the sort of edge of the frost wall though that given that's frozen arctic land it's a little challenging to do it there um of halberd and confederacy mm-hmm. those two are fighting um the wood elves versus the high elves you know with with the occasional giants and uh fuck um asmr and stuff uh that's the only open conflict um this sea folk obviously get involved in being mercenaries but if if the confederacy is sailing warships to the deep lands you've got a bigger problem which is that the war has exploded and everyone's involved now because if the deep lands are involved the sea folk are going to actually mount their own armies so all right so um, you would certainly hope that a military vessel is not headed for the deep lands um even their embassy embassy (laughs) it's entirely possible you have been out of the political scene for a little while but that is that would be bad (laughs) all right so if if the confederacy ship is going to where we're going the world is a lot worse off than i imagined <laughs> so it's probably going where we think we're going then is sorry i missed that so it probably is then if the world because the world is probably in a in terrible shape i think we may be thinking of that in different terms um what I was trying to say was I think we'll have better luck with the white sailboats. And who are the white sailboats? I have no idea. I presume folk who live here. So you're saying we should just find some, someone more local? Go talk to... All right. On a merchant ship or something. Let's go talk to the the, the white sailboat people. All right. White sail sailboat people, is that the accurate term to use? Probably not, but we won't know until we know what they actually do with their ship. <laughs> I am not up on my nautical terminology. Neither am I. <laughs> They both so excited to call these call their ship a sailboat. I am so disappointed we don't have the pirate twins here for this. <laughs> oh my god, they would be right now. Instance would just be dragged into an alleyway and murdered quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Ipsis dies. I feel like Einar and Ipsis would get along. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, All right. Yep. So I am following following the the upworlders' leads. All right, right. you headed towards one of the sailboats. Where are you actually going, guys? I imagine out onto the dock to see if there's actually someone on the ships that we could speak with. Yeah, or like a merchant ship. Or right. like 
I mean, you can see the ships that are here. Yeah. Like, that's, I just want that clear. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So as you approach the white sailboats, you see that one of them is sort of, um, there seems to be a guy in a long bluish coat, coat um, a long coat, um, who's exchanging a few gold with one of the local fishermen as is a few more people who you would assume to be local fishermen from their or clothes help presumably ship workers load large quantities of these small sort of catch fish onto the ship. Um, looks like several barrels full. Um, just of netted fish being brought onto the ship. Um, you're a little far away to hear the exact conversation that goes on, but after a moment, they seem to conclude their business. Um, and the man in the blue coat reaches down, grabbing the last barrel of fish, is bringing it onto the ship. Um, do any of you speak primordial? Uh, give me this. Great second. question. Hold on. Check. I do not. Uh, hold on. Uh, I do not. I do not. Nope. You don't know exactly what this man barks works at his his assistants, but it, you know that they seem to quickly start. Um, doing ship things and grabbing on ropes. Uh, look, none of you know what's going on, so I have to be good at it. Um, and doing ship things and grabbing on ropes. But as he sort of turns around, he definitely sort of eyes you as clearly picking out that you're a bit of a strange conglomeration. Uh, <laughs> Big old work. It is worth mentioning, by the way. <laughs> When they approach the town, it just took out her crossbow. He's not just been pointed at anybody, <laughs> but it's out and like in her hands, ready. Yeah. Throughout, he's not using. She's not looking threatening with it. But these are strange people, and strange things are threats. So, yeah. yeah she's just sitting there with the crossbow. Loaded, of it's, course. This is, is uncomfortable with what she does not understand. <laughs> um, she's perfectly though. comfortable with everything. No, she's not. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he sort of... Oh, carry on. Just sort of was looking at you at this point. Um... I didn't mean to interrupt. Pointedly ignoring the crossbow that Ipsus is carrying, <laughs> Farron will take a few steps forward and uh, raise a hand in a wave and say, hey, looking for a few extra hands? Well, now that would certainly depend on a great number of things. But lots could be arranged. What do you have in mind? And he'll sort of slide um, off of the ship 
uh, next to you, almost too close uh, by your standards. Looks you up and down. Well, I suppose first question is, are you headed somewhere specific or are you simply looking to get onto the waves? We're headed for the deep ones and the, uh, and as far as we know, the embassy is the best place around here that we can, uh, that we can reach. Are you headed that way, sir? Well, deep ones. Hmm. Let's see. I certainly could be. I wouldn't mind. It's a curious thing to want to do to traverse the dark waters. But I'm not really much of one to judge. I certainly don't, don't mind heading that way myself. Well, that's good to know. I'm sure if... Uh... I'm sure we can come to some form of arrangement. Perhaps we can provide labor force in exchange for a uh, passage. What would you like killed? Or defensive detail, that works too. Yes. Well, hmm. I actually think we might have a slightly better solution to both of our problems. You see, one of the routes my men and I use, just one of the Duragar's pet whatever hers, hers has been stirring up some trouble a little close to shore. Now, of course, it's a Duragar creature, so if you follow that river to its end, if you'll pardon the parlance, you will end up in the underdark and not have to deal with any pesky customs. Yes, of course, I've heard about needing permission to get into the embassy. Yes, permission that I could acquire, but I take it you don't have the coin to incentivize me. But you take care of the creature, you fall it down its hole and the deeper end of the sea. And from there, you're in the deeplands. You have my attention. My crew can take you out that way and provide you with breathing accessibility. I take it you are not the guild folk. Nope, no guilds here. Nope, pure hat work. To be clear, I want to make sure that we are we are we are talking about the correct thing. When you say guild folk, you mean people with guilds, people with guilds, not people who are in a guild. We are neither, no. but I want to make sure that they, that the so sort of sneak at you. And while to this point he looked human to all of your eyes, um, he sort of throws back the cloak a bit, and you see um, sort of the the fabric of the fabric the flesh of his neck fluctuates a ripple to show those small gills that seem to be on the side does Very that answer well. the question i was right 
just wanted to make sure I was right because we should not assume such things. Very good. Well, seems like we certainly have a deal. The uh, only question is, I don't imagine you're getting something out of this for pointing us in the right direction. Well, I'm taking you to kill a monster that's obstructing my trade routes that I really would prefer to not have to keep going around. It adds an extra day to the journey. Yeah, and honestly, worst case scenario, I've tossed a few people I barely know to their deaths with breathing apparatuses. If you'd like to compensate me for the breathing apparatus, says that would be about 500 gold apiece. No, no, we can afford that. No, we're, I, no, we're a little, we're a little. Conversation was going. <laughs> Lovely, dear. We will do the killing instead. I did think so. You guys can make me an insight roll. Thank you. I was, I was literally just going to ask, can I make you an insight roll? You can also ask for rolls. <laughs> Okay. Right. Like, especially in social situations. Jesus, 16. There's a specific role you want to make. Okay, okay. Ooh, 19. All right. Farron, I mean, the guy's shady, but he seems to be being reasonably honest, and he's not exactly offering you a great deal. Hey, go risk your lives. And throw you in the ocean at the right spot. Right. Risk your lives. He's not necessarily a great bargain, but it is an honest one as far as you can tell. He's being he's being straightforward. He's being straight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, he's not being straight. Why would you assume any character I make is straight? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I apologize. That, that is point. My... Oh, <laughs> I, I Um the thing that catches you is that he has kind of glossed over what kind of creature this is. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I, I, that's that's. I'm just. In addition, yeah. you also would be aware of sort of that this is not a great deal, but it's an honest one thing. I told yeah. you. Yeah. And there we will be like, all right, what exactly are are we dealing with here? Uh, well, that is the question of the hour. I don't quite know. I know it, it's one of the Durgars. I mean, my old alchemist buddies would say the aberration. I just say freakish monster of the depths. So you haven't seen it? I have from a distance. It it resides within a funnel of, of dark, dark water. It pours into the sky. Describe it as best possible. It is... It was early morning when I saw it. And for a moment, I thought that the red I saw upon the water was, was the crest of sunrise dancing on the waves. And then I realized is that it was the blood of the creatures who had come too close. Fangs on the end of tentacles. <laughs> like I mentioned before, very shortly, the wave is around it, 
moves into a cauldron of dark water into the sky. I know what the Duragar's magic looks like when given manifest form. So, keeping in mind that aberrations are one of my favorite yeah. enemies. Absolutely. Nature? Yeah. Kinda? Um, nature would be more appropriate in this specific context. Okay. Um, so... I you also are sort of from the Underdark, so you'd know something about uh, Durgar. Yes. Not a ton, but something. <laughs> Really, Dice? <laughs> You're doing so well. Unless anyone oh, wants no. to look on that. Uh, um, sorry, I missed that. I said, unless anyone wants to use the luck on that. Uh, nope, an, I'm not the one making the roll, so I can't. Me neither. Yeah. With an eight. Uh, here are a few things you would know. The Duragar are submarine pirate dwarves. That's that's the first thing that you would know. Um, you'd also know that they tend to worship a lot of things that balance the line between celestial and aberration. Um, the right. dark frames from beyond the deepest sea, stuff like that. You know, think Cthulhu mythos, and you're pretty close to the right. sort of cool um, the aesthetic of the worship. Um, the Durgar themselves are not super accommodating to outsiders in general, um, but yeah. So those those are some things you'd know, sort of starting off. Um, you'd know that this is probably not a deity it's probably just right. someone's overgrown pet essentially if it, oh, yes. if it made its way to the surface and reality is still there either the dwarves really underestimate their deities or it's probably someone's lost pet that sort of level of level right. of significance sorry i was be um, uh, I was being snarky there. Um, that's that's a reasonable thing to be snarky about. Uh, I mean, the only other thing with an eight that you'd notice is hope you're good swimmers if you're planning on doing this. With, even with breathing apparatuses, you would need to probably swim to fight this thing given that this guy does not seem inclined to risk his ship. So it seemed like it was mostly under the water and not above it and not like on surface level? Um, from what he described, it sounds like it's on surface level but right. it has control of the water around it. Okay. And given he's not bringing in the ship. Right. No, yeah, no. I'm thinking tactically at this point because yeah, if it's underwater... Sure. If it dies underwater, my primary method of assault becomes far less useful because I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever fired a crossbow underwater. I yeah. haven't, but I know physics. <laughs> For a reference, no one will get. It's an underwater basket weaving situation. How would nobody <laughs> get that? Is yeah. it an underwater basket weaving like a 
common joke? <laughs> I only know it from the uh, XKCD parody of the Major General song. I was making a slightly different reference, but oh, okay. and I wasn't exactly sure how widespread that as a joke thing was. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, um, I'm down for killing the killing the underwater tentacle aberration. As am I. It gets us where we need to go. If we survive. Gets us where we're going. Yeah. Have you ever swum, swam before? Swum. Swum? Swimmed? Swum. Swum. Swam? Common is not my native language, so words like this tend to trip me up. English, however, is mine, and I don't know why I don't know the past tense of swam. I think it's... I think you're right it's with an a but then again i've never heard it said honestly i'd have probably just tried to avoid using the past tense entirely have you ever tried to... um yeah I, I think i'm a pretty good swimmer on rare occasion so as it turns out the correct phrase. Interestingly, the the simple past tense is swam. However, the archaic, which may be more appropriate to a fantasy setting, is swum. Okay. okay. So as we start so speaking old English, I mean, if we're not educating our viewers, yeah. we're missing an opportunity here. Okay. Anyway. Um. um Swimming is not my forte necessarily, but I can do it. Um, For mechanical context, swimming is typically athletic. Correct. Okay. I can do it okay. I can hold my breath if that's what counts. Holding breath is constitution. (laughs) Assuming that Assuming that the 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 random so, the random yeah. manipulations of fate and chance that seem to guide us does not look down upon me at that particular moment. So, uh, aside from the comments about your dice rolling, um, it is constitution, <laughs> but he has offered you the ability to breathe yes. underwater yes. as. Uh, right. the, yes. Yep. Thing he is compensating you for, which you know, even for those of you who are good at, if you're gonna swim down far enough to get to the underdark, is probably useful. Yeah, that would make sense. Would. That would be much appreciated. Um, thank you. Of course. Well, consider my offer, dears. The ship. We'll be leaving at dawn, so anything you need from this, be sure to grab. And he will sort of twirl off and start back getting back on his boat. All right. Looks like we've got passage. Excellent. Sounds good to me. And we get to kill an aberration. And it's not even my birthday. That's okay, not true. That's I don't point. know if it's my birthday or not. 
Okay. <laughs> That's there. All right. Is, are you joking again or? No. Okay. I, it's just hard to tell sometimes. I'm just making sure. I will endeavor to make it more obvious by smiling when I. Oh. Okay. And then she tries to smile and it just looks creepy. Oh. Good. That's good. Right, right, Farron, isn't that good? Um, sure. Yeah. A, maybe, maybe needs a little bit of work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, these I'm things sure take time. Nice. These things take time. Like with jokes, like I told you with jokes, they take time. As we right? continue to be mean to the group sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's the group sociopath. You can be mean to her. It's okay. No, well, I'm is genuinely trying to be nice. He's not being mean. They're like they're like Nazis. They're the one people you can you can make fun of now. Okay, stereotypical <laughs> people are not like Nazis. I'm I, gonna stop you on I that know. one. I'm sorry. I that was terrible. Oh god, it happens. I just that was yeah. Surprisingly, have strong feelings about right. things that we're about right now. Uh, yeah, but. Moving on from that discussion, any planning, things you're looking for, things you want to do? What kind of merchant shops other than local produce are here? Local fish, fishing supplies, a random assortment of very kitsch goods that seems to be like the to the extent that trade ships stop here that's that's where that is you spot some like silks which you know aren't really from this region uh ceramics stuff like that all right I mean, once we get to actually get down below, we're going to be fine. I will be able to forge and that sort of thing. We might more be looking at things to prepare for the oncoming fight. Yeah, uh, that was kind of what I was hoping for, but uh, I don't think that there's much of anything here that... Uh... Like I'll check around like just a random place on the off chance that there's somewhere with healing or why don't you all make me investigation rolls and let me know what you're primarily looking for okay one thing or one kind of thing <laughs> 18 healing 19, um, I'm looking for any sort of armor. Okay. 17 and uh, travel supplies. All right. Um, we'll start with Farron because that's probably the easiest thing to find. Um, you can actually find, it takes a little looking. Um, but asking around the different merchants, and apparently there's a guy who does sell sort of adventure supplies out of his shop. Um, 
anything under 10 gold from the standard equipment checklist you can buy here. Um, standard equipment checklist. That's not what it's called. Uh, the, yeah. yeah uh, the um, equipment list yeah. from book. Cool. Yeah, uh, you can find that that shop. Um, it doesn't seem like I, he has anything particularly rare, um, but um, anything from the adventuring gear table that's under ten gold. You were looking for armor, I believe, sir. Yeah, and considering I'm pretty much the tank of this little, this little trio, so odds are I'm going to be taking a shit ton of damage when we fight this thing. Yeah. So I'm good, good armor. So you do find one person who has like an heirloom set of armor that hasn't been used in a few generations that's the right size for you. Okay. Um, the trick is it it is... Um, Let's see. Sorry. Sorry, I it's been a few weeks, so all of the notes I had for this town are off. Um, so they have some half plate, um, which like the person selling it's like it's not seen use, but I've kept it clean. Um, all right. No. Quite what you'd need it for. Um, it's not obviously much use in these parts. Uh -uh. Would it be of use in the deep ones? Uh, I. I have never been to the Deeplands. Um, I see. I see. A thing that's worth knowing is that some heavier armor makes it harder to swim. Good point. Or, you know, is metal, and thus you sink like rock. Um, I did not consider that. I did not. I forgot we were swimming. Okay. Um, if, if you have the coin, of course, I... It's not like I'm using it for much. Just for the sake of argument, how much? I that's well, it's not brand new, so five hundred. Let's double check to see how much gold there it is. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, you politely say. Thank you, thank you kindly, but I think, but I think I will pass. Head out. Yeah, uh, you can also find one guy who has a shield. He'd be willing willing to sell for book price. Okay, uh, for, like for how much? Sorry, I was. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I just didn't reorganize my notes after I made them two weeks ago. This is gotcha. my job. Gotcha. 
Um, Ipsis, you can find one whole healing potion in this town, which is surprisingly a lot. Um, and you can also find a healer's kit, uh, both of which are available for book price. Okay, sorry, how many? How one? One healing potion and uh, a maximum of three healer's kits. Mm. Uh, a shield is ten gold, by the way. Okay. Um, and I do, so I will, I will, I will buy that shield. Yep. Two gold. Yeah. It has the same stats as any other shield. Hooray! Can't use it and a two-handed weapon, or like you can't dual wield and have a shield. But yeah. Right. Um. Yes. I'm looking at something really quick. Okay. Uh. And Sarah, because you rolled your high, highest on your investigation roll, um, you do spot something a little bit weird as okay. you're as you're you and the rest of the group are sort of walking around town. Obviously, a lot of people are sort of giving you looks, but you do spot a young girl who doesn't really seem to be with any particular parent occasionally watching the group of you with okay. bright silver eyes. Sarah will wander, wander over and... As you sort of are, notice the girl um, and go up to approach where she was, she's no longer there. Can I roll? Can I make a perception? Sure. Okay. Perception. Ten. You look around the entire market, just sort of scanning for this very noticeable, especially because most most of the children walk around with their parents, right? Um, if if at all. Imagine she had silver eyes too. So yeah, bright silver eyes are also a little bit unusual. Less so in an area with lots of high elves and ASMR, but right. still not um, not typical. Um, as you look around. <laughs> You don't, don't see her. There's still that like tingling sensation that first made you l glance around and see her of being watched from somewhere. But. Right. Okay. Um, I will glance around maybe, maybe one more time just to be sure. You okay. rolled your perception check, unless there's... I know, I know. I, I, I'm not asking for another roll, but he would just okay. look around one more time yeah. before kind of rejoining the others. Hmm. Interesting. Ipsis uh, talking to the... I don't have the financial... I don't have the strict coin for that. But... 
I do have this. And she puts the decanter venomous water. Uh, what's, what's it do? I'm not a mage myself. Provides water. Non-stop. In various versions. I would, I, I would show, I would demonstrate it, but we are in your, we, 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 we are surrounded by your goods, and that could be a magical source of fresh water. Yes. From the woman, from a comfortable, from a trickle yeah. to a strong enough being, a strong enough force to knock people down. Um, let's see how good she is at this. Uh, she fairly quickly and dexterously will slide um, all three healers' kits and the healing potion across to you, and and that thing is hidden in the back of her pack. Wonderful. As all of as all 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 of the uh, the the stats gamers who are watching rage at the idea of trading a permanent magical item for a healing potion and three healers kits. Hi, stats gamers. We're playing a different game. Sorry. It's um, all about what's useful. I mean, yeah, especially because probably pretty worth it to her in an area with serious water contamination. Uh, that's the problem is she probably could have gotten a lot more for that, but oh well. Yeah, we make our decisions with the information we have. Yep. We make our choices. We make our choices. Yeah. All right. So having um Having determined that. Yep. Anything else you guys are doing before dawn, except for probably sleeping? Um, I don't think I really have anything else that I desperately need to do. I am going to give each of them... E both Farron and Thered, one of the healing kits. Sure. Um, just as a refresher, if you haven't read that part of the book, it's my favorite section. They each have 10 uses. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. 10 uses, make a medicine check, stabilize someone. Okay. Because if I go the down and they don't know I have healer's kits on me, that's not useful. It's not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and otherwise, nope, I will simply prepare and just to while time away, I will I I I I I will read the book of 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 endless wish walls laws. Well, they're Rose Keeps laws, but Rose uh, Keeps. 
No, we had gotten specifically the one for the city we were going to. Right. You got actually both of those things. Yep. Um, yeah. The huge tome you were given was for um, for Rose Keep, but you also got essentially a tourist guide to not being an awful person in Emlo's way. How to avoid going to jail in Emlo's How not to be a dick. <laughs> Um, most of it is fairly obvious. Like, don't murder people. Don't steal from people. Don't pollute the local air supply. I mean, Aaron, you say fairly obvious. Okay. It's information that would be useful to Ibsis, but I trust you as a player to intuit. Correct. That is fair. Um... Don't declare yourself a despotic monarch. Oh, don't ascend to godhood. Ascending to godhood is definitely discouraged, but probably not in this pamphlet. (laughs) Also, you're currently fighting people that failed to ascend to godhood successfully, so maybe making that problem worse is not what you want to do right now. Legit. All right. So yeah that that is the entirety that is in the entirety of what Ipsis is doing before sleep. Okay. So, barring anything else from anyone else, eventually you guys get a few hours of rest and arrive at dawn at the ship that you'd spoken to before. Um, That same man in a blue coat um, will come up to you. Captain James, by the way. I realize I never gave you a name. And um, will sort of beckon you all on to the ship proper. There you can see a few various deckhands around. Um, Captain James will sort of wave towards um, an Aragonasi woman who um, sort of steps forward, eyeing all of you a bit suspiciously. This is my first mate, Carolyn. She will, will explain to you what's expected of you and what we will be offering you to assist with your journey. Appreciate it. I, of course, have more important matters to attend to and more primordial you don't understand as he starts talking to Doc and and, um, preparing the ship to take off. As he leaves this group of you with this woman, she sort of crosses her arms. So, essentially what's going to happen is we are throwing you at a problem, hoping you fix it, and backing off to see if you fix it or not. That sounds like an accurate representation of what the plan was. When you say throw at, is this a literal definition 
Or do you have catapults we will be launched off of? Don't have any catapults, but if you would prefer to be thrown into the water than jumping no. on your own, I can arrange that. No, no I was just plan I was just trying to plan whether projectile range and momentum would be necessary to factor into first attacks. <laughs> All right. All business is true. Okay. So we're clear. We're not rescuing you. We're Correct. not even going to help you once you're done. Correct. Presumably, you're going to head down from what I heard, which sounds fucking stupid to me, but hey, hey you're the solution to our problem, maybe. That thing is between us and where we need to be, so we're on the same side. Yes. She'll will sort of toss each of you a small medallion. Attuned to this, over the next hour and a half, half, it's magic. It'll mean that you can breathe underwater and talk underwater. Okay. It also has a small communication enchantment. You'll be able to directly communicate with the others wearing those. Good to know. I like that. Thank you very much. Keep in mind, if, if you start dying, <laughs> you'll also start drowning because you won't be maintaining the magic with your internal magic anymore. Right. All right. So we get knocked out and we drown, basically. Unless someone can get you back away quick enough of that your lungs don't fill with seawater. Yep. <clears throat> that depth, I imagine that'll be pretty quick. Sounds, sounds yep. This is acceptable. Okay. Also, so, once you get down to the deep lens themselves, you'll have to find out why the Duragar are as sturdy as they are. Pressure is a thing. I see. Explain. But, so, you know how if you're carrying something on your head, it makes you slower. Like if you've got a heavy barrel or something and she'll actually pick up one of the fish barrels. You're kind of doing that with the air right now. When you're underwater, you're kind of doing that with the water that's above you. The more water that's above you, the more pressure is pushing down. It's more... She'll toss the second barrel on top of the first one. She seems fine. She seems to be able to hold this weight without any trouble. Okay. The more her weight or pressure is on top of you. Right. You go down. Hmm. So think about the deep lens on the surface, on the what on the air surface. That's you go down into caves, you go pretty deep the pressure of the air isn't really there, but if all those rocks fell on you, you'd be fucked, even if you could normally hold up a decent amount of rocks. With the water, the water's always going to have that pressure on you. They say that's why the Durgar are so short. <laughs> Don't know if it's true, but... I mean, it could also be because they're dwarves. 
I don't know. All I know is that I don't like pirates that break the bottom of my ship to steal my shit. So I'm not a fan of Duragar. I don't blame you. Anyway. Kill the monster. Survive of getting down there and yay, you're in the worst place in the world with the worst creatures of darkness and evil evil that it traversed the land. Congratulations on apparently doing what you wanted to. Otherwise... Has it gotten worse over the last 10 years, assumedly? Something like that? Perhaps It could be 90, I'm not sure. Time works differently in other realms. <sighs> Has it gotten worse? I don't know when you were last there and you don't know either. I also have never been. But what I can tell you is that that war that we're fighting, everyone's a little bit fucking nervous about it. The other two don't want to be dragged in, but they're always bracing to. If you've if you're as old as my grandma, on this sort of other plane time stuff, my grandma would talk about how Deeplands is really a whole bunch of separate nations and the, the land above is just so afraid of all of them that we don't really bother. They're still separate nations, but they now all want to murder us. Yeah, more than before. Before it was just like we'd like a few more of you as slaves and stuff. Now it's we are collectively afraid of, of your military mobilization and would like you all to die. So I don't know if it's worse than last time you were down there. I know that that is, to most of us who live up here, the root of all evil. So we're simply talking about societal and not the actual monsters. Probably. Though, I mean, whatever some so people might tell you, the things that live down there are monsters. Not that it's society not is not a monster, but I mean, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, but the Duragar, the Drow, those hell spot on with the fire rituals. Tieflings? Hellspawn. Tiefling. They're all monsters. Have fun attuning to your, your death wishes. I don't know. No, literally, that's what it. we call them. Very well. All right, fair enough. And yeah, she'll head off. Wait till, <laughs> wait till she's gone. Let about a beat pass. I don't think I like her. No, I mean, she seems very supportive, but there's just something about her I don't like. Karen, do you agree? Uh, I'm fairly certain she's just doing her job. Her and is quite tired. I mean, her job includes. 
is bigotry usually a requirement of 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 being a first mate on a ship? I don't know, but I don't think so. But we all have our prejudices. I mean, I'm prejudiced against people who make stupid decisions, so I suppose you're right. We all have our prejudices. <laughs> all right. Attuning to... Attuning, yes. No, I, I choose not to attune to my breathing right. apparatus. Keep in mind you have not three of attunement slots. If you need to get rid of something to have space, be aware of that. I do not. I don't think any of you will, but it's in my notes to remember. Yeah, Let me no, legit. Yep. I need to check to my see. boots, make sure that those are not... I mean, they're common, so I assume not. Nope, okay. Yeah, I'm good. I think I'm good. Uh, that's two now. I mean, so whether or not something's common shouldn't be relevant. It's whether or not it says it requires attunement. Right. I know what I meant when I said that was... Oh. There are, to the best of my knowledge, no common items that require attunement. I thought the luck stone thing did. Did it? Oh. Yeah. It, I don't think any of the things you have do. No. No. Uh, no. That was the only thing I meant by it's that. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. There are a few common items, but... Yeah. Any last tactical conversations you want to have? Um, don't think so. <sighs> I mean, do will we be having a plan other than hit it very hard? Well, we don't really know until we see it, I suppose. Yeah, we don't really have a plan to actually see see what we're actually dealing with. Alright, on the fly it is. I'm okay with this. I think base in terms of basic tactics, uh, let's try to get hit as little as possible. I am for that strategy. Alright. Okay. After about an hour has passed, um, you start to see um, in the distance, before, before anyone calls for you, um, this large column of seawater that just protrudes out cycling. Um, some of you have seen typhoons or cyclones before. It's like that, but made of water and stationary in a way you're not expecting. Um, a column that sort of spurts up to the sky and like, you're not entirely sure if it's just raining or the water from that is reaching as far as your boat is um, right. to splatter off. Is the water coming down? In the case of seawater, it's definitely that. You don't even have seawater rain. 
Yeah. Does okay. the does the water what? I was going to ask if the water was coming down, but then you said it was raining, so that kind of answered my question. So never mind. Um. Yeah, it's raining seawater, which you could make the general assumption. Yeah. Um, as you get closer, you can see that it seems to actually be somewhat intermittent. It will swirl, whirl up and then collapse for a second and then swirl up again. Um, as you sort of, the boat starts to sort of turn and you hear more of those conversations in primordial. Um, the first mate, the Arganasi woman comes back. Okay. We're going to head in there and drop you off now. Please stand on the plank. One at a time. I'll go first. Uh, all right. The ship picks up speed, um, running almost parallel to this thing, making a crest of a circle. Um, is it seems to reach a maximal velocity and they have to angle the sails. Um, each of you in turn jump off into the water. Um, before you really have the chance to process what's going on, you can see the ship retreating into the distance um, and notice that they've timed it for one of these drip drops in, in the seawater as is it's churning and will soon be spiraling back up around you guys. Oh. Um, you can see the creature now much closer to you than you were anticipating. As I'm going to drag you guys to a battle map. Yay, oh. battle map! Some initiative rolls. Hooray! I know they look like just a rock formation, that is the outer circle of what will sometimes be the column of water. Gotcha. All right. Um, Sorry, which part was the... The part that looks like it's a rocks. Okay. Can you see sort of what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I see. It's the outside, um, right? The areas that are brownish, again, it right. looks like rocks, but that's just because the map is not exactly what I was hoping for. Um is um, difficult terrain, and you will have to make an athletics check to move through those areas. Fair enough. Okay. Otherwise, you are swimming. You'll maintain your movement speed, but can also go up and down, and you're currently floating on the surface, but can obviously go underwater. Okay. Um, uh, you can see that creature um, flailing tendril around as I'm asking I'm going to hopefully have everyone roll for initiative Yes, uh, I have a question is the creature itself on the surface or below um, what you can see of the creature right now is that blackish blob and that is all above surface All right. Okay. there's presumably more of the creature below but you can't see it 20 there you go <laughs> I'm going to save my luck and stick with my 20. Yes, yeah. Oh, damn it. That's good. All right. 
<laughs> so go. going first with a 25, Ibsis. All right. So now that I have a view on it rather than a very sketchy description, can I get another nature roll conceivably? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, this will sort of substitute for an interact or other free action. Uh, okay. And it is an operation, so do 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 do. Nat twenty. Yeah, with a nat twenty, this is definitely a Durgar uh, aberration. It is aberrations in general are pulled from a realm of dreams, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting that Jeremy, the player, knows this part. Yes. Um, specifically, though, deep dreams and deep oceans have a symbolic tie, and the Duragar being the ones that travel the oceans have a symbolic tie to these creatures. This is a quite dangerous aberration um, known as, as, a two, as the ones with two skins. To the best of your translation ability. Okay. Um, typically, they have an external form, which is truly horrific and can even inspire fear, and an internal form that is more concentrated power and both more recognizable and, as a result, more alien. Okay. You usually have to beat through one form and then the second one. Uh, in terms of resistances and immunities cold and lightning damage probably won't do much in this fight is there anything specific you were looking for um i was looking mostly for what kind of attacks to prepare for um with this external form you'd assume reach tentacle attacks melee that sort of thing its internal form is much more challenging to say, as no two dreams are alike. That's but, fair. All right. Um, well, magic would be your guess for the second form. I am going to. Oh, let's just start off strong, and I'm going to use three charges of my the three all three charges of my cloak. Mm-hmm. To cast Fireball. Okay. I assume you're just centering it on the creature. I'm centering it on me and the part. Yeah, the creature. <laughs> right. I was just. This is when Ipsis turns. I always ask because some I have some people that are like, no, I want to target this specific tentacle. I'm right. No, legit. No. Um, yeah. I I mean, not exactly that, but that sort of. So it's a DC 15 dex save and 24 damage on the fireball, which is not terrible. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you start to burn this creature and it seems to ignite. Um, like the fire lingers longer and probably does more damage than you were expecting, but yeah. Uh, Excellent. Burn it. It ignites in quite a bit of flame and ow. It Green definitely it didn't good. the deck safe. Also, um, you notice that this creature does not seem particularly agile. More shoop, shoop, moving through the water by the movement of the currents than by its own right. 
spindly limbs. All right. And mo- so movement in water is halved, correct? It's basically different. Movement in water is halved. And to move through the areas that are brown, have brown specks on them, is an athletics check. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that only for... I don't think that is only for... Yeah. Uh, I believe your ranger thing does apply to this. Yeah, land stride. I can move through non-magical difficult terrain at no extra movement. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So... so the athletics checks will still apply, but you can move at full speed while swimming. Okay. Um, because those are magical. I am trying to separate because we are all grouped up, and that's probably not good. So okay. five, will that require athletics from there to there? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Just make me an athletics check. Not my best roll. Ah, 17. Yeah, you're totally fine. Um, You sort of, you you get caught in one of these waves and have to push your way through um, going under, but because you don't have to breathe. Yep. That's 10, 15. I'm assuming I don't have to make extra rolls on each square. No, you're still sort of in the area of it. Um, So you're fine for this move. I have a feeling I'm about to take an opportunity attack, but fuck it. 30. No, don't seem to take an opportunity Sweet. attack. Um, and oh. that is everything for me. Yep. Okay. Sarah. Okay. Question. Um, when you say half, so I only, I only get 15 feet of, feet of movement. What's your movement? Uh, 30, I believe. That would be half to 15, yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to move right here. Okay, are you moving across the difficult terrain? I am. So, yeah, that'll be an athletics check. Yep. Cool. All right. Oh, that's an eight. Damn it! And eight is actually fine for the moment. Okay. Um, you manage to actually sort of ride the wave, other, um, but you get the sense that you are in the calmest part of the storm right now, and that it's okay. going to pick up again from what you saw from a distance. Yes. Okay. And for my action, let's see. Am I close enough to hit this blobby thing? Um, not not with, not with my blades, but. I'm going to take a shot at it with my longbow. Okay. Like so. 10, 10? A 10 will hit. All right, excellent. That's five. Actually, are you attacking this thing in melee? Yeah, you're you're in melee with it, aren't you? Uh, I assume so. Uh, so was, if you're making a longbow attack in melee, you have disadvantage. Okay. Do you just want me to re- re- re-roll? We'll, we'll use the 10 for this one, but so that <laughs> second, we're rolling that 11 in as the second roll of the first attack. Okay. Um, make me another one. Okay. Uh, at, dis- at, at disadvantage. Okay. 
yeah, yeah. at disadvantage. Gotcha. Um, no problem. No worries. Oh, that is a that is also a ten. Yeah. Okay, okay. so both of these arrows impact into the creature. Okay. Uh, seemingly doing a little bit of damage. Maybe. All right. Okay. Once you get closer, I'll start covering it up. So that'll be my turn. I mean, you... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Theron. Uh, okay, so Tharad's in melee range. Uh, I have a question. What type of action do I do I need to use my eagle whistle? Um, there are, if something says an action, it means an action. There are actions and bonus actions. It's not specified in the text. Okay. Uh, sorry, where did I send that to you? Uh, resources, items, held. Right. So it doesn't take your action to do it. It's part of your move. But like for that amount of time, keep in mind, you can't perform verbal components. You can't do anything that would require letting go of the whistle or breathing. So I need to hold on to it? Well, yeah, you're continuously blowing into it. And for that length of time, you're flying. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to make an athletics. Oh, uh, no, I can get adjacent to Therak without going through the difficult terrain. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, and attempt to stab with my rapier. All right. So you are currently flying or no? Not flying now. Okay. Yep. Go for it. 23 and okay. and I get my sneak attack damage on this I believe because yeah. I have an adjacent ally 28 damage total nice All right. um, okay. is your weapon magical no okay so yeah you pierce into it and the blobby flesh seems to be somewhat resistant but you cut pretty deep into one of the tendrils. All right. Um, I'm going to take... I will take my bonus action to dash. Okay. And retreat to that. Uh, do you have the thing that lets you disengage with your attack or no? Uh, I have fancy footwork, which means if I make a melee attack against it, it can't make attacks for opportunity against me. In, in okay. Actually, it butler. doesn't matter. It has reach. Um, but good to know. Cool swashbuckler backing off a bit um 
on initiative count 20 after Farron goes. Um, oh my god, I just I didn't even realize. Yeah, we're all ahead of potential here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as the the lair action activates and this this wave starts to swirl up, becoming more intense, clearly going to gout next round. Um, seemingly the choppy areas of the water become more dangerous. Okay. Um, and on initiative count two, <laughs> is not good at dexterity, um, each of you are going to get a tentacle attack because it gets three. Actually, no, it's hmm. Ipsis did the first most damage, so she's gonna be attacked first. Okay. Does a twenty-three hit you? I mean, I could say no, but I'd be lying. <laughs> oh. So you are grappled by this creature's tendril. Oh no. Um and with an 11, the second tendril all comes in to sort of spear your head and, um, while you're grappled, but you duck. Um, you duck out of the way. That's good. Um, I would prefer that my head not be speared. <laughs> that does not sound pleasant. Well, you don't really get a choice in the matter. You're grappled. I mean, I, I I assume I sort of dodged a little bit to avoid. Yeah, you did. So you I dodged. did get a choice, and I made a choice. Let's not get speared. It's reasonable. Okay, but the third one is going to whip out at Farron, who also did a decent amount of damage to it. I think a 19 hits. It does, but I'm going to burn a luck point to roll a d20 to see if it uh, misses. Nice. Yes. Okay. Baron, I rolled a natural one. Nice. I'm going to choose that roll. Oh my god! Good lord! Feel the cosmos decide that that tentacle (laughs) just tap against the wave, spewing some seawater at you, as opposed to actually um, grabbing you in its hold. Um. Yeah. So Ipsis, you are grappled. Um. Oh, are you strained or just grappled? You are currently just grappled. Okay, good. I I ignore the fact that I am grappled, and I shoot it a lot. Okay. Um, Keeping in mind that it seems to be able to do more things with its attacks when you are grappled. I'm aware, but... Yeah, go ahead. I just... best way to the best way to prevent damage to yourself is to kill the thing shooting you, hurting you. Indeed. <laughs> okay, Ash. Killing is a form of healing. Okay, Ash. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I am going to, and I'm going to throw sharpshooter into this. Yeah. Because it seems to be fairly easy to hit. Um, that would be a 21 or, or yeah, 21. Okay. That's with sharpshooter. That is with sharpshooter. Yep. Okay. 
because I get I'm at a plus nine. Ooh, wait a minute. Let me see. Uh, it looks why did like it not? Why did it not? Plus. I checked it. I seem to recall that negatives on the modifier thing don't end up working quite right right now. Okay, so that is okay. So so take three off of that. That is an eighteen then. An eighteen will still hit. Okay. Well, I'm just not going to check that then. Uh, so eight. So that is. Uh, this plus 10 damage, so 21 piercing damage. Okay, and your weapon is magical. My so weapon it, is magical. It carves away a bit of this, um, and you can start to see the form underneath, Heath, as it's pretty badly damaged at this point. And my second shot, also sharpshooter. Okay. Is a 27. To hit. All right. 27 sharpshooter is damn good. Okay. Yeah. Um, that'll hit. Wait a minute. I'm still doing this wrong. It those should be those should have been a 16 and a 20. They're both above 10. Yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah. I was checking your base dice and not concerned. Fair but. enough. For 16 piercing damage. All right. Another arrow sort of flies through this creature. There's blobbish form. Um, and Therat, that would be your turn. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I oh. just want to check and see if one thing. Um, and as a... I should have done that last round. Oh well. Um, you know, no, I will do it now on the off chance that I can hold the concentration. I will cast Zephyr Strike. All right. So that way, my next attack will, assuming that I don't lose concentration, will will deal an extra one d eight force damage, and I will have advantage on the roll. Okay. So, uh, third, your go. Okay, I'm gonna move closer to this tentacle right down here. I'm gonna okay. use my short, my short swords. So that's twenty one. 21 will hit. And for my second attack, that's a natural 20. Will also yeah. hit. And I'm going to use, use, use my action surge for, for a third strike. That's a 10. Will hit. So it's 14. 21 points of damage, I think. Okay. 22. Oh, thank you. All right. And yeah, you're cutting away at this thing. It seems very close to, well, you don't know what Ipsis knows. So it seems pretty fucking close to dead yeah, right Ipsis now. Ipsis is going to yell out really quick. Oh, yeah. We're not done when it falls. 
Can I use my bonus to dash back or no? Uh, you're not um, a rogue, so you can't. Don't have the ability to dash. Well, you know, thank you. Yeah, read your own abilities. <laughs> gotcha. Nope, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that's my turn. Yeah. Um, and uh, that would make it fair. And actually, it's going to use its legendary action at this point because it oh. has one of those. Oh, no. Um, Hooray. <laughs> Tentacle that's sort of holding you, tighten its grip and yank you under. Oh. At this point, you are restrained and also underwater, which would be an issue if you could not, you didn't have an automatic breathing. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mark that on your character because you are kind of submerged in liquid right now. Yep. And restrained. Yep. Because it pulled you under. Cool. Um, the two of you see Ibsis go, it, we're not done when it falls, and then go <laughs> into the water. Farron. Okay. It's just a single hand and a thumbs up as it slowly <laughs> into so. the water. For <laughs> <laughs> well, like half a second. I'm crying. I would furlough. <laughs> Okay, right. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch to my moon touched sword mm-hmm. and move back in. Take a stab. Right. Go for it. 20, that hits. Yep. So sneak attack. 25 damage all up. Yep. And then I'm going to bonus action dash out again. All right. <laughs> It, it may or may not have one hit point remaining. <laughs> oh my goodness. At this point. So it is it is sort of flopping and it, it's still there completely, but it seems to be breathing heavily to the extent that a blob of slime breathes. Right. And um, you start to see... Oh, no, it can Lair attack action. and then do that. That's good to know. Lair action. Um, yep. Lair action. Right. Thank you. Um, I gotta I'm be fair. No, I should actually put that on the initiative counter. Thank you. Yeah. All my friends in my usual circle flip their lids when I mention things that the GM needs no, to do. No, sense. no, it's, it's otherwise. <laughs> also, see, the thing is, many of us GM for each other. Yeah. So it's turnabout's fair play. I helped Jeremy no, with fine. Yeah, if I don't do this, they're not going to do it for me. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, don't you want this to be a challenging and fair fight with consistent mechanics? I did say we should die fighting a giant monster. (laughs) Not necessarily a lethal fight, but okay. I'm kidding. Um, Should be challenging. Yeah. Uh, So the the water starts to churn much more dangerously, you know, especially in those areas that are marked and. And the water spurts out back into that column. There's no retreat at this point. It, um, uh, as the water sort of is surrounding you, you can kind of make out the sky. You're sort of in the eye of the storm, but the magical storm with very specific effects. Right. Right. Um, 
which is why it can do the other thing now. I need to read these abilities more carefully. Um, and Farron and Theron, both of you are getting one attack. Okay. Oh, uh, natural 20 hits Theron, so you are grappled. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I think a 22 hits Farron. Jeez, I'm it, rolling well today. It does, but I'm going to see if I can get lucky again. Okay, go for it. Okay. 12. What's its modifiers? What's your AC? My AC is 18. Okay, with a 12... <laughs> it will hit exactly, so I guess I did give away its modifier. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um... Sometimes luck works that way. <laughs> sometimes no, you get a nap one, sometimes it hits you. <laughs> yeah. So it just, both of you are grappled, and um, from the water around, you start to see this rippling of electricity. Oh, You're no. going to call me to make me constitution saves. Wonderful. Sweet. Oh, I do not have to. I love Steam Okay. 17. Oh, good. Constitution says, because I'm so good at those. Seven. No. All right. I need to actually roll the correct dice. Ooh, yikes. Okay. Sarah and Farron. Both of you feel this electricity runs through you and you take like eight points of lightning damage as, as it sort of stuns you, not mechanically, but stuns you a bit with its static. Ibsis, you're underwater, so you actually should have been making this a disadvantage and I forgot. Oh, oh, well, let me roll again just to see if I can add a natural one to my, to my die roll tracker. I mean, you already failed, but go ahead. Ew. Another eight. Yeah. I roll this. Don't um, I usually do that when I have advantage or disadvantage, just roll the same number twice? Yeah, kind of. Um, but uh, Ipsis, you're underwater and it is electricity actually is getting to you significantly more. You have less of opportunity to get away. Uh-huh. And it jolts through you, dealing 16 points of lightning damage. Bah. Bah. You're also not having a fun time under the sea, but... <laughs> I have to make a concentration check now. Oh, yeah. That's, that's worth... Fuck you! Yeah. So, with the statuses, Farron and Therod are grappled, Ipsis is restrained. Um, but it's Ipsis's turn. How far below the water am I? Five feet. Shit. Um, you can try and escape the grapple, and you get the sense that mechanically that will return you to the space you were in. I'm sure that it will, as okay. this is really annoyed by the idea of potentially not being able to do anything else. Mm -hmm. um... It's definitely close to its second form. Question. Yep. I am underwater. 
Mm-hmm. I don't believe the ruling on this in the book is, is is explicit. Am I able to cast spells with verbal components? I would normally say no because you need to hold your breath to breathe, but you don't need to breathe right now because of the magical uh, the pendant. Okay. So I will recast Zephyr Strike. Okay. That gives me dis. That gives me advantage on my next attack roll, which will mm-hmm. flatten it out to a straight roll. All right. Oh no! Never mind. I'm not doing that. I'm doing something else. Um, okay. I am going to use my. Uh, hopefully, this works. Hopefully, it's not immune. But I'm going to use my Yanti special ability and cast poison spray as a cantrip okay dc six uh 14 constitution save or take six poison damage all right uh okay poison damage is fine but so yeah okay fair enough um, <laughs> did it fail poison at it and you feel these tendrils they're still restraining you but lose their tension with the body of this creature or as all of you see it, see it just slop off of revealing the, the metallic golden form oh. underneath. Um, it looks almost like a man with muscles in all of the wrong places and a snake coming out of its mouth that it moves around as though that is the actual eyes and head of this creature. Oh, that's nasty. That's cool. I like it. But yeah, the the tendrils are still holding you for the moment, but once you disembark from them, they're no longer attacking anything. So can I use my movement then Um, to get free of them? Or do I still have to use an action to get out? Yeah, you still have to use an action. Okay. the okay. status effect remains. It's just that the creature can no longer attack with the limbs. Cool. Then that but, is that yeah. is then my turn because I don't think yeah. I can bonus action escape. On the destruction of its outer form and the revelation of its horrific, truer-ish form underneath. That is where we're going to end for this week. Oh my God! I say goodbye, everyone. Farewell. Yo, Lara.